everybody, this is Dr. Morris Duffy, and I tell you, I'm so excited. I'm absolutely thrilled to have one of my heroes uh, with me today. I think I'm, they're brilliant, and, and, and I know Chris Weller. I, I presented with them. They're brilliant, the exciting, the unbelievable Chris Gilgan. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, thanks. I'm expecting a crowd to roll here. That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Drum rolls there. Hey. You, didn't, you didn't get that when you were winning your medals, right? <laughs> no, no. You look, you have two people clap. <laughs> uh, so how, 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 how are you finding uh, the situation at the present time? Uh, do you know what? It's a few weeks in now, and I feel a little bit like everybody's starting to accept it now. There's this gathering of acceptance. So... Yeah, personally speaking, I'm quite enjoying the challenge, you know. Um, I didn't enjoy it when it first kicked off, mind you, losing two businesses. You know, I've got my speaking business, I've got my me, me learn to swim business, and I lost both businesses in 24 hours, just gone outright. Um, so the first few days were a bit rough, a bit ropey. Um, but now, I'm, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Time with the kids, time with the family. And we're getting through a list of things that I've been saying, I haven't got time for that. So <laughs> I've been doing plenty of decorating, I can tell you that. <laughs> So just, you know, for the benefit of those who may not know you, and, and you know, you're, you're, you're a huge star to me, right? So, you know, but for other people, you may be not quite the, like the huge star. Yeah. So kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, so where so, you come from. I know you're a South Shields lad, you know, yes. across the water from me, wrong side of the river, but there, <laughs> there you go. Um, but do tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm from South Shields, and uh, now live down in Teesside. I've got two kids, and and a wife and I've I'm in a former life I suppose I was an Olympic swimmer I went to two Olympic Games Athens in 2004 Beijing 2008 finished uh, last ever race was the Olympic final walked away after that that was it job done um, wanted a gold medal so badly um, but we finished sixth in the final with a relay and I now spend a lot of my time speaking on stages. I go around the country working with individuals, organizations, teams, and I've also got my own learn to swim business, which is called mm. Swim Things. So right here, right now, you know, looking back over the last 10 years, because I feel like since I've retired from swimming in 2009, I feel like I've kind of climbed a mountain again. Mm. So I had to restart my life all over again. Mm. That transition was really hard. Um, but I feel really proud now looking back over my shoulder because I believe you should reflect over your own shoulder, not over somebody else's. Mm. I was looking back the other day thinking, I will rebuild it again, but it's just uncertain times. So mm. right here, right now, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of time to just reflect and be proud of what I've done. And I'm actually getting really excited for the next chapter whenever it starts. So, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I kind of keep trying to teach people this, that it's, you know, it's not the end of something. It's just the beginning of something new. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's how you look at that opportunity uh, has a huge impact. But, but before we leave this women, because I know you're, um, you, know, you kind of glossed over it, you know, so there have been some exciting moments in there and some real, you know, so when was the, you know, the best moment looking back? What was, what was it that kind of, you know, gives you, still gives you that buzz? Oh, I've got a couple, you know. Um, I've got, obviously, Melbourne in 2006 when I won the Commonwealth Games. I became double Commonwealth champion in the 50 metres breaststroke and the 100 metres breaststroke. And I heard a quote a couple of years ago, well after I'd won that, those medals, and it went along the lines of a sports person and said, I didn't, I didn't go and win a gold medal. I just turned up to the country to pick up what I'd, what I'd kind of worked on. Mm. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I felt like that in my, that in my life. That was the moment I felt like that. Like 
I was flying out to Melbourne to go and pick up something that I'd already done the hard work for. Mm. I just needed mm. to do the final hurdle, which was mm. which touched the wall fastest. So there was that moment. And then there was obviously the last race, the Olympic final, two lanes away from Michael Phelps winning his eighth gold medal, making history, global history. Um, and I, just, I remember coming out of the race, going into the swim down, cooling down and thinking, I'm only a little lad from South Shields. I'm only this little guy who is embarked on this dream in this crummy old pool in Derby Terrace swimming pool in South Shields. I started it there and then. How did it end here? How mm. did it finish here? And I feel immensely proud of those two moments. Um, mm. One of them was a hidden one. The other one ended on a podium. And, and, and that journey you know, must have been difficult because, you know, I, I, I know South Shields had... I've had the pleasure of running into it now 16 times from the Great North Run. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, and somebody's just asked me to do another one. I, I've always wanted to do 21. I don't know why I've had this figure in my head. I want to do 21 Great North Runs. So I've done 16, only five to go. So hopefully I'll get around to doing that. But, you know, South Shields is not where you would call the center of the swimming world, right? It's kind of not where people think, yeah, hey, I want to be a swimmer. I'll go to South Shields. You know, so how did the young lad from South Shields end up as uh, you know, in the Olympic pool and as Commonwealth champion, etc.? It's a good question, that. I think there's a lot to do with how you are brought up, who you meet, key characters in your life. You know, I think about the coaches that I've had along the way. Me, me, I've always had kind of people who've been super honest, straight down mm. the line honest. And that, for me, was always received as love. That, for me, mm. was pure love, was they respect me and love me enough to tell me the truth because they mm. want me to get better. And I remember a quote years ago that was said to us, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Mm. And that's the one that I used to live by, even by around the age of sort of 10 and 11, I was wishing I was better. I was turning up the sessions wishing I was better. But you're, you're absolutely right. You know, inspiration is everywhere if you choose to look through the right lens. So for me, big key characters in my life were people like McBranded, who was a bit of a no-nonsense guy. You know, he would, he would say things that would just get you intrigued. He wouldn't necessarily give you advice. He would just ask mm. you questions which sent you on a different route. Mm. So, yeah, I, I can see, I see opportunities everywhere. In fact, that's my biggest challenge. Whenever I'm driving around, I, I'm thinking of new ideas and I've got to be careful not to follow the shiny new toy route. That's me. I don't know if you can resonate with that. Oh, I can. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a product of a creative mind. Right? It's just, you know, I, I, I want to do everything. Right? I want to do that. I want to do that. You know, that's kind of, you know, it's one of the problems I face as well. You know, I want to be on stage. I want to be an actor. I want to kind of do, uh, I want to set up this. I want to set up that, you know, just too many things. Um, but yeah, you know, and and focus is is a is a key part of you know who you need to be as an individual, and 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 the goal is is important that you have that goal, and that you you know no matter what it takes or what routes it takes, that you you keep driving to it. And 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 I know that you know one of your great lines because you know I've, I've borrowed it and stolen it and used it all the time is the power of yes. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's kind of one of you know kind of you want to kind of fill in or the backdrop to why we use that word. Yeah, it's a powerful word. You know, I spent a long time after swimming going around schools. I wanted to get the message out to many little Chris's, to as many people who didn't believe in themselves enough, but just needed evidence. Because I'm a massive believer that the brain needs evidence to build confidence. We need evidence. Well, we need to make a start. And we know mm. the plan do review cycle. Everyone does it in business. But it's the review that comes first. 
Mm. You start off with an idea, you then write down the plan, and it's the actions which back up that plan, which determines whether you need to do another review. Mm. So for me, the, the power of that three-letter word going around schools, I used to say to children, if you just change the rhetoric, if you just change the words that are coming out of your mouth and going around your head and stick that word on the end of that sentence, I can't do it yet. It gives your brain a chance to go, mm. hang on a second, mm. you're telling me there's a chance I can mm. have another goal. Mm. So something as small as that, a three-letter word, one of the shortest letters or one of the shortest words in our vocabulary, if placed in the right position, starts to get us in a better position to be able to get back into the fight and have another goal. And it mm. changed everything. It changes mm. everything. So yeah, I've been speaking about that for years now with, especially with young people. And now I'm working in businesses. I've not really changed the message. I've just tweaked it to fit the audience, but it mm. still has the same impact. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's fast. It's fascinating. Cause I, I just did a podcast on, um, you know, kids, kids mindsets. And one of the stories I told was Roger Bannister's, which I still think is one of the best stories of all time. Right. You know, where he, you know, where prior to 1954, they thought people would blow up if they ran under four minutes. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and medical science was saying that it was a physical impossibility, but they, you know, people think about what he achieved. Um, and that's a powerful story what he achieved. And he said, you know, in his memoirs afterwards, it was all, all about positive mindset and, and, and dealing with the mindset and the mentality of it. But I kind of forget that story. I says, but look what happened. In yeah. the following two years, 16 people went under four minutes. Yeah. And what it was, because one person said it can be achieved and went and achieved it, everybody yeah. else started believing it, where for hundreds and hundreds of years, we couldn't get the breakthrough. And I think that's kind of a remarkable story. He was prepared to say, it hasn't been broken yet. Yeah and go on and do it. And then the other people came along and, and uh, obviously achieved it. And we know what's happened since. I think you're right. And I think sport is such a good example of that because we have records, we have mm. personal bests in place. And, you know, as a youngster, you know, you'll know you've got a young swimmer in the family. It's really, it becomes frustrating when you can't, you can't break through your personal best. You turn mm. up to a competition, you try again, your miles off it. And then there's just one day you break it and you don't look back. Mm. And it's that barrier, that kind of breaking barriers mindset that I think sport lends itself to. Mm. And that's where mm. a, there's a lot of kind of business sport synergy. You know, I'm, I do a lot of talks, obviously shared the stage with yourself. I've been lucky enough mm. to do that a few times. And the message is really simple. When we set ourselves a target and a, something to work towards, something else happens as a magic. I don't know what it is. And I'm not here to mm. profess to know what it is. Well, it's definitely there. We've mm. just got to be prepared to tap into it and, and, and focus our attention on it. Like you said. And, and I, I was coaching somebody who's, um, you know, I, I won't mention their name, but, but they're quite anal and, and, and they're very, very logical and they have a kind of very numeric mind in relation to, you know, what they want to achieve and how they want to achieve it. And a, a really top-class athlete. Uh, and she says to me, she says, Morris, but what's the formula? What's the formula? Um, you know, what, what, what is the formula? You know, you're, you're supposed to be a doctor. So give me the formula, the formula. And I was thinking, oh, bloody hell. I, uh, I <laughs> says, it's, it's, it's P equal to P minus I, right? And she says, oh, all right, good. She says, what does that mean? I'm thinking, oh, well, I've got to make it up now. Um, <laughs> and I says, it's performance equal to performance minus interference. Oh, I like it. And the interference is our brain, our environment, our yeah. thoughts, our records, our, all of that noise that gets in the way. Um, 
And, and what you've just described there is, is you know, I, I absolutely support it because I see it in other people, is that unbelievable belief, is that passion to go for the goal, the belief. But, you know, we know that the best moment, what you just described, when you beat your, break your personal best, is when you're in the zone, when you're just relaxed and, you know, all the noise is gone and somehow, you know, I wish I ever experienced it, but, you know, top athletes kind of tell me it's almost like you're just outside of reality. Absolutely. You feel like you're being carried. That's the best way I can describe it. Now, I remember a coach, um, my coach at the time, Ian Oliver, um, great guy. He um, coached me at Newcastle for about 10 years when I was up there. And he, he said just before I was about to leave to go to a competition, because you can't always take your coach to every competition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're with a resident coach or a coach on the GB team and you just have yeah. to go through the two or three week cycle into the games or whatever, whatever you're doing with a different coach. Yeah. And he's, just before I left, he said, you know, you've done the work so much so that when that gun goes off, when that buzzer goes off and it's time, showtime, your body will know what to do. Mm. And that's what you train to do. That's what you do. It's repetition that it becomes such a subconscious action. But you, you're absolutely right. If that feeling of carry, being carried through it is just, it's fleeting and it's, it's phenomenal. It's a bit addictive, if I'm honest with you. Mm. It's a bit addictive. And you've got to be careful not to kind of go over the past too much because you mm. don't experience it in the present. Mm. But yeah, it, it's, it's a phenomenal experience. And one I feel really grateful for, for having several times throughout my own career. Mm. Yeah. No, good. Uh, I, I could talk to you forever, and and and, and yeah, we 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 have had the uh, the opportunity of, of having conversations before. But you know, so what what are, you, what are you doing during the day? How are you filling your time right now? Well, uh, I'm a massive fan of routine. I think the body mm-hmm. craves it, the mind craves it, your soul craves it. So we have got a good routine going. I get up, believe it or not, I get up about four thirty, five o'clock. Get get some yoga done. Um, I'm a huge fan of yoga, totally and utterly saved my career um, and transformed everything. So I've kept it going, probably done it for about 16 years. I'm useless at it, mind you, but I love it. Um, I then go and fling myself around the drive at the moment where I would normally go to the gym. So I'm chucking stuff around the drive. I must look like a right nutcase for the neighbors. And then I go and take the dog for a nice walk. And I'm not kidding. One of my favorite things about lockdown, I don't know if you've done it, but listening to the birds, they are in chorus. It is, it is just beautiful. It's a little bit intimidating. I was walking through the park on my own this morning at about 10 to, 10 to 6, and the noise was just amazing. Nature, it's nature's turn, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So once I've done that, get back home, um, take a look. That's my kind of contemplation time, a little bit of kind of me time, get back home, get some breakfast. And then it's getting the kids through a PE routine. They're like a bit of, bit of daddy being the PE teacher. So get the kids doing some PE and then bit of homeschooling, bit of work. And I've been doing what's really interesting, Morris, I've been doing, um, I've had to redefine the word stage because now my stage i can't grab an audience a physical audience we're not allowed to so there's no reason why i can't do it virtually and i was resisting it in the first week i thought no no we'll be through this in a week or two (laughs) boy was i wrong and it got into that third week and i thought right i've got to get doing something here i've got to redefine the word stage and got out there and i've been inundated i've been doing teams i've been doing workshops i've been doing podcasts which has just been fab 
I've connected mm. with people that I haven't connected with in such a long time. Mm. So just by having that early start, that early routine, it's after I feel it's critical. Um, yeah. Going to bed nice and a decent time, not just watching Netflix after Netflix movie. You know, it's so easy to do. It's so easy to to just go for that, but. I've tried to resist that and just save it for like the weekends, but mm. try to keep everything as normal as possible in the new normal times because they are new. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, rest is, is a critical part of it. You know, um, not, not over resting, you know, but making sure that you, you, you are, you are doing it right. And that's, yeah, sorry, go on. Do you know what? There's a question I always ask my clients now, and it's on the, it's on the board somewhere back behind us. And it's how are we going to emerge stronger and ready? And the two mm. reasons I use the word stronger, the one reason I use the word stronger is I feel we need to get, use this as an opportunity to get over this obstacle, to position mm. ourselves, whatever business you're in, we need to use this time to position ourselves. But the second thing is spot on is being ready because mm. if we'd went back to work two weeks ago, I'd have been relieved. I'd have been, thank God my financial problems have all been solved. Everything's been solved, but would I have been ready? I'd have been frazzled. I'd have been frazzled because I was emotional. I was just all up and down. Whereas now I feel as though if we were to come back tomorrow, I'd be excited to get going. I'd be ready. So yeah. that's stronger and ready is really, really important that we get enough rest and enough recuperation mm. and use this time um, and don't let it use you. I think that's the important point. I, I, and yeah, as, as I say to many people, you know, you only pass this way once and, and that, that which is replaceable, which is money, you know, yeah, we give huge amount of uh, focus to, and that which is irreplaceable, which is time, totally. we just waste it, right? Um, you know, and 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 the sleeping routine to me is 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 important in the sense of you know don't be don't get into a mindset of thinking I don't have to get up or I don't have anything to do. You know, yeah. um, I you know I keep talking to people about smiling at the day, and the first part of the smiling is is how you structure your day, and the M is meaning, etc. So, no, no, that's just fantastic. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure I've no doubt, you know, that uh, Swim Buddies will be back, you know, because I've seen the rave reviews and, and, and you know, I know you do a fantastic job. But just Thank a little you. bit about yourself. So, you know, who's the, uh, who's the sports person you most admire and Ooh. why? Uh, Adrian Morehouse. Um, very lucky enough, not so long ago, to have a Zoom call with him, funny enough. Yeah. Um, I just remember as a kid watching him win that race, by such a small margin and he was the first person i thought well if he can do it i can do it yeah <laughs> yeah good 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 and uh yeah what's the last book you read oh um it's a zoo around here by nigel risner i think it is or risner all right Brilliant. which one was by the monkey head yes yeah that's the one have you read it yeah yeah it's, it's, uh, i talk about the two monkey well i have uh, i have two characters uh because, you know, the quick story, I was in the, the south of France and uh, Ethan was seven at the time and we were, I was running and he was on the bike and he was telling me, you know, we were going up, I don't know if you've ever been in Antibes, it's quite high. And he was yeah. telling me it was really difficult. And I was saying, you know, you've got a voices in your head, you know, that they're, they're, they're talking to you, you know, that there's a system one and there's a system two. And he was kind of looking at me blankly and I was kind of created two characters, which are Scarab and Phoenix, right? Um, in order for him to understand one, which is to protect you and kind of holds you back, and the other one, which is the real self, which wants to be out there. So which one, which voice are you listening to? I was a bit worried that he'd go back to school and say, I'm listening to the voices in my head, and the problem, the problem that would create. But, but yes, I am. And uh, so what music do you listen to? Oh, 
Oh, I am so eclectic. At the moment, I'm listening to Stormzy's new album, but I'm, I'm a good old-fashioned, I really love heavy rock. I, I'm, I'm really into like Nirvana, Pearl Jam. That's my kind of go-to when, when I want to bring on a bit of nostalgia. So I'm, I'm really eclectic. I like a whole range. Yeah, um, we've even been throwing on a bit of classical on a nighttime when we've been having our oh. teeth. Oh man, you've gone right up market on me now, right? Yeah, that's not the boy from South Shields that I know and love. <laughs> and what do you do outside of the swimming? What do you do for kind of uh, you know activity different to distract yourself? Is there anything that you do outside of the swimming and work and the kids and the families or anything yeah. that you're into? I love. I'm a massive fan of reading. I never used to be. It's a big shock. It is a big shock for everyone. But I absolutely love reading. I love reading stories on the SAS. I'm, I'm addicted to it. Absolutely mm. love it. I'm fascinated by just the whole, the whole, the way they approach things, the way they do things. So big fan of um, SAS Who Dares Win. So I picked up all of those guys' books and stuff like that. But I'm a proper introvert, Morris. I'm, I mean, I'm a painful introvert. Um, mm. So I, I quite like time by myself. So in a day, I have to find a bit of time just to... Mm. Unplug. Switch well, there's a, there's a great SAS guy in the Northeast. I can't give his name out, obviously, but there's a great SAS guy in the Northeast. And, and I, I, I see him re absolutely fantastic. I'll have to introduce you to him, but I, I see him regularly, right? You know, so he's, I saw him, um, you know, I, I live in timeout. Um, so he, he kind of popped by and he just came to say hello, right? And I says, what are you doing? He says, well, I've just ran you know, 20 miles. Right? So I've just kind of run 20 miles. He says, I'm halfway there. Right, so and I'm going. Oh, I get me back to my coffee. So, <laughs> but he's he's seriously impressive and and some fantastic stories. And and yeah, I learned so much from the military about leadership, right? Because we think it's command and control, and it's got nothing. He'll say, you know, if if I'm if I'm in front, and making on, I'm the first person that stayed here, right? Um, so so it's it's and he's got some incredible stories. Um, but it, yes, but I digress. I digress for the podcast. But yes, I think we should catch up on that particular one. Yes, I would love that. Those guys fascinate me absolutely. I remember a guy got on stage um, who was former SAS, and his opening line. He didn't even introduce himself. He said, "You know, pressure when you have to boot a door in and hit the target before the target hits you." That's mm. pressure. And I just thought, whoa, all my troubles have all gone now. <laughs> it was just yes. right in the face. It's, it's funny when you start realizing, you know, when you have a, a, a near-death experience, when you, you, you begin to realize what's important to you, right? Uh, you know, and, and, and I think that you know, the coming out of the COVID-19, you know, that hopefully we, we get a greater realization of what is important to us yeah. um, and how important, how important life is and how important you know, that we, we understand that we've been given a unique gift, which we are, and yeah. the talent and the skills that we have, and that there's hopefully a reason for us to be here. And, you know, we should live to that reason. But, you know, I don't want to go too spiritual at the end no, of the I, podcast. I'd agree. I'd agree. I think, obviously, I'm from the sports world. So a lot of people I, I connect with are PE teachers or involved in sport as coaching. And we are big advocates of moving, get moving, get moving, even as a young person, get moving. It, it's the kind of essence of life. And what's mm -hmm. really interesting is the one key message coming out from, uh, is it the CMO who does it every five o'clock on, mm -hmm. on the chief medical officer is get moving, keep moving, mm. you know, just be sensible about how you do it, obviously mm. around the rules and restrictions, but a huge key part of it is that physical activity. 
I wonder if coming out the back of this, that could keep, keep kind of fresh in people's minds that that was the one thing that they kind of held on to was some physical activity, which I think. And if, 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 if I can add to that, because I, I would say keep moving your body, your, your physical presence, but also keep moving your mind, right? You know, keep looking to be curious, to be inquisitive, to learn, use the opportunity now to kind of, you know, read the book that you've never read, listen to the music yeah. that you've never done, learn the language that you've always wanted to learn, play a musical instrument that you've never, you know, you've always wanted to play, right? You know, you're in isolation, annoy the neighbours, right? Uh, you know, get that drum set out or what, what, whatever it is, but do take the opportunity to kind of grab something new. Um, you know, it's fantastic talking to me. It's absolutely brilliant. And I could go on and I'm conscious of the time, right? You know, so people who are listening might be thinking, will these two guys ever shut up? Um, or will that guy stop, allow Chris Cook, the hero, to talk rather than <laughs> over-talking to him? So thank you very much for your time. If you had one last message to give people, I'm giving you time to think about it now. If you had one last message to give people before we finish up, what would it be? It would be um, my, my ultimate message is about lessons and blessings. If this is truly a lesson, how can you turn it into a blessing? That's our Wow. Lesson. Chris Cook, my hero. Thank Thanks. you for giving my time. Absolutely. You know, I won't say enjoy the rest of the isolation, but you know, remember, it's, it's not the end of anything. It's the beginning of something new. So I have no doubt about that. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate that, Morris. If you're interested in change, mindset and personal development, whether in your personal life or career, you can head over to morristuffy.com forward slash resources, where you'll be able to access loads of inspirational material, articles, podcasts and motivational thoughts, as well as meditation and visualization exercises. You can also get in touch with Dr. Maurice Duffy and his team by email on letstalkatmorristuffy.com. And don't forget to follow him on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. Simply search for At The Beak Squawks.